You're listening to On The Fly, and I'm your host, Tina Hutchison. All right, so we're going to have some great conversations, really centered around how we stay focused, on track, when we're pursuing our purpose. I want this to be oxygen for you so that you can keep running hard after the dream inside you. We're so much better when we do this together. I'm here to serve, and I'm so glad you're listening. Today you get to meet one of the most inspirational, beautiful, magnificent souls that I've ever known. His name is Luke Randall. He was born with cerebral palsy, and everything that he does, be it uh, walking, crawling, speaking, um, everything takes great effort for him to accomplish in his day. And I know that when you hear him talk about who he is and how he views the world and his indomitable spirit, it will just make your day. And I think it's the perfect conversation to listen to as we approach these holidays, the most valuable, beautiful thing that we have, that we have to offer and that we have to give is our love. And Luke knows how to do that better than most people who walk this earth. And he's had a really tough go of it. So lean in and really hear Luke. He would want you to see him today for who he truly is. That is a magnificent and amazing human being. Luke Randall. Hey. Hey, Tina. <laughs> I'm so glad that you you wanted to be on the fly with me, and I love that you listen to the podcasts, and thanks so much for being my guest. I have enjoyed listening to the podcasts. They're so, they're so interesting to hear everybody's different, different questions and different answers that they've got. It's, it's so neat. It is neat, and I love it. I love being able to hear people's perspective. And so I, you and I have been friends for many years now. Many, many, many years. And I love you very, very much. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that you have a real perspective that a lot of people need to hear because of your own personal journey. And you were born with cerebral palsy. Yes. And so why don't you take me to your childhood and talk to me about what that was like navigating through, you know, what people might call a limitation, though I know you live very without limits. I know how you live your life, but take me back to what it was like as a kid. Were you picked on? Well, with cerebral palsy, yes, I was picked on. I was made fun of my entire life because of cerebral palsy. Even in high school, I had to have people follow me to the the cafeteria and to the restroom because... People would slam their books down and make me jump and let and run up and laugh because I have peripheral vision and that means I can't see. If you put your hands next to your face, I can't see. Mm-hmm. You can't see on uh, either side, yeah. Yeah, so I look, I, it's like total vision. If you've ever looked at a paper towel tube, that's the way I yep. see every day. So I can't really see. Either side of me. So as a kid, you were looking through basically what would look like just looking through a telescope. You've got nothing on the uh, either side of you, so it was easy for kids to, to take come advantage. Up behind me, yes, and scare me, and then go go laugh mm. because I was jumping. So you went to a you went to just a traditional school. I went to a I went to a private school up until seventh grade, and then I went to Smyrna Middle School. Then then I went to Laverne High School. Graduated four years of perfect attendance from Laverne High School back in 1998. 
And see, that's amazing to me that you had perfect attendance, and I'm sure there were days you didn't want to go. There were days I didn't want to go at all. There were days I just felt like dying, actually, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't even live anymore. Because people because and their people cruelty. Because people cruelty. Yeah, they are. People are still cruel to this day to me. I believe that, and that makes me sad. But we live in a world where people don't have the kind of compassion they should. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you, because... You have a lot of people who love you. Yes, I do. And my mother absolutely adores me. My mother actually was a single mom. She raised she she worked all her life for me, and she's still working for me. I tell her all the time, "Mom, you're working for me. You know that." And so she's still working, helping. She's take still care. working, mm-hmm. but she's still working part time, and I still tell her, "You're working for me." You're not working for anybody else. You're working to help to help take care of me. And your mom started taking care of you right when you were born, but your grandparents... My grandparents took, literally yeah. helped her out. Yeah. Because she was a single mom. So, so she would work all the time, and I'd stay with my grandparents all the time. Did your mom or your grandparents really start instilling in you, Luke, there's nothing you can't do? Yes, yes, they did. And so what did that sound like? Tell me some of the things they would tell they you. Just, they just told me, Luke, don't, don't let your joy be taken away from you. Don't let your joy be, don't let, don't let anybody steal your joy away from you. Because if they take it away, you're going to be down. Right. And you don't want that to ever happen. And so they basically empowered you to never quit. And to yes, not give up. Did. Even when it hurt so badly and even when people were mean, you always remembered you remembered what they taught you. Yep. And so when you graduated, when you graduated from high school, what did you stay with your mom? Did you continue to live with your mom? Because you're independent now, but how I long? I continued to live with my mom until 2009. And what happened in 2009? I got my own apartment for the first time. <laughs> let's back up and let's let's visit this for a second. Tell me what a day is like for you to navigate around a space. I walk on my knees. It's hard for me to keep my balance on my feet because it's because I, I will fall and I have I've done that several times in my own house trying to get somewhere on my feet. I'm trying to walk on my feet more often than, than walking on my knees, but yet I can't seem to do that because of my balance. I don't have very good balance at all. And you said cerebral palsy makes your, your... muscles tight. Mm-hmm. So you spend a lot of time moving around spaces in your own home or your mom's house, on your knees and navigating everything from the kitchen drawers uh, to... to I, I, I get up. When I get to the kitchen, when I get to my kitchen on my knees, I actually get up and stand up then. And hold on and to hold the cabinets. hold on to the cabinets, yes. yeah. Yes, That had to be hard just learning how to get around everywhere and adjust everything for yourself in your new place. Because it that was, was. It was total very independence. Yes. But I did it. <laughs> I know that there's nothing you can't do. This is what I know about you. And so tell me how you get around our town. Because we have a small little center of town where there's a cafe. I ride my bicycle. Yeah. We're on everywhere. I go everywhere on my bike. In good weather, I know. In good weather, yeah. If it's really good weather, I go to Walmart. I've been to the hospital. I've been to Stonecrest Hospital. I've been to Ruby Tuesdays. So you ride your bike everywhere. Everywhere. And you take long distances on your bike. Yes, I do. And you've got a little basket. I got a basket I put on the yeah. back of my 
But I can put groceries in there. I can put anything I want to in there and carry it. And how does that feel to have that level of independence? Man, it feels great because I, I don't know what to do without the independence. I'd literally go ballistic without yeah. the independence. Because I'd be stuck in a four-wall room all, all the time. Four-wall house all the time. All right, so since we're talking about a four-wall room, let's <laughs> let's talk about something else. Um, <laughs> so, Luke, uh, you've got a great place. It's decorated awesome because what I know about Luke is uh, he's totally crazy about America. <laughs> he's got the flag everywhere, and he loves snowmen, so it's, it's a rocking <laughs> apartment. But you don't stay in your apartment, and you don't just stay on a bicycle. You get on airplanes. I go everywhere. I travel. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to Israel, I've been to Ireland, I've been to Greece, I've been to Mexico. I love to travel. I love to be everywhere I go. And I collect Christmas ornaments from everywhere I go. I have Christmas ornaments from everywhere I go. And you are a huge photographer. Yes, I am. You love taking the, pictures. I got a picture of a peacock. From, actually from Kauai, Hawaii. It's absolutely breathtaking. It is. And then you've got, you were just in Maui last Maui, year. On my 35th birthday, which yes. was last year. Just 35. You're just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, uh, you went to Israel and there's a picture of you. Uh, in the pyramids. In the pyramids. In Cairo, Unbelievable. Yes. There, I mean, all of these different places. No, and I even, don't. and even, I'm, I'm going to say this, when you uh, missed your flight, in, to get to Hawaii. Yep. And there was this entire delay. There was a four-hour line to get another ticket. Yeah. To get on the plane. And you were exhausted. I was beyond exhausted. And you still said to me, I was not going to let anything ruin this trip. Was, I dreamed dream of it. Trip. It was your dream trip. And, you know, I mean, I got to see the lay that you were given because I came to see you not long after. And it was so pretty. And um, and you just, you were determined that no matter what was going on, you were going to have a great time. We, we cruised the entire island of Hawaii. So we were on a cruise ship. And that was so much fun. And I love that you, that is the thing, you know, no matter what condition your body's in, your mind and your spirit are ready for great experiences. I was in so much pain. I bet. Man, but yet I was so time. ready. My mind was just already there. I could not wait to get there and see what Hawaii was, was like. Was it as beautiful as you thought it would be? Yes, it was. It was <laughs> twice as pretty as I thought it was going to be. It That's was awesome. so gorgeous. So you you push yourself physically, I know. Yes, I do. To get, I have to. Yeah. If I don't, I'd be laying in the bed the entire time. And I'm, not, and I'm determined not to do that. Here you are. And I mean, it's a struggle. I watch you. It's a struggle for you to get around. It but is. But you're going to all of these amazing locations, soaking it up, loving it. Do you credit your grandparents and your mother for that kind of determination? Yes, I do. Because if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be determined at all. Yeah. I, I, they, they literally instilled determination in me. My grandparents have been married since 1949. So 60, almost 70 years they've been together and been married. And that, that tells you something right there. It does. It does. Tells you, that shows you determination right there. When you travel, are people kind? Some people are and some people aren't. It just depends on where you're going and where you're at. In Hawaii, they're really kind. 
But now in Mexico and in, on a cruise ship, they're so kind. It's, it's, but they, they're trained to be kind. Right. Tell me what an average when people are not being kind to Luke when you're out and about. What does that look like? Tell me. Well, they actually say, Luke, you're, you're stupid. You're mm-hmm. retarded. I've been called retarded, stupid, idiot. I've been honked at and, and laughed at on the road. When I'm on the road and some pe- somebody honks at me, I just stop and sit there in front of them. Good for you. Just to actually get them to say, hey, okay, go around me. But I'm going to sit here until I actually am calm, calm enough to go go again. Well, so you, And you're also sitting there so they see you. Yep. You want them to see you. Yep. Because a lot of times people don't see people. Yep. And if someone has any kind of perceived limitation that society sees, they, they aren't seen as equal, and that's a lie. That's not true. Yeah. And so you spend a lot of time trying to educate people. You and I have had conversations about you know disability acts and, and really trying to, to see our society make moves to incorporate everybody because then everybody gets to enjoy an experience. Exactly. And I know that's very important to you. It's very important to me. So when you think about how you wish people could understand what it's like to live with cerebral I want people to walk in my shoes, basically. Yeah. I want people to actually walk in my shoes every day. And what, what does that look like to you? Well, people get up and actually say, I, I will do this, but yet I, it's hard for me to do this. But yet I'm going to continue on doing this. Because you have to make a decision to move. You have to always I have to move out every day all the time. If I don't if I don't get up and move I get stiff. Yeah. And if I and if I can't get up and move every day, just stand up and walk for about five minutes. I get so stiff I can't move. And that's hard. Oh yeah. If you could get inside the minds of those people, what would you want them to know about you? That I am I'm a human being. Basically I'm a human being. And I do have feelings just as much as they do. Oh, and you have an amazing mind. Yes, You're I do. You're just brilliant, dude. This I know. These, we have the best conversations when I come hang out at your house. I love for you to come hang out. I do too. And we talk about everything. And you have such a love of beauty and nature. And you live your life more open than most people do. Well, we're Christian for one thing. I know that. And I have the Lord of my life. And that's all I need. And how does it feel having God be that center when things are hard? Do you just lean it's on easy, Him? It's easy, because I'll just lean on Him. Yeah. I just pray and say, Lord, help me get through this. Help me get through this time of, of despair and grief. Help me get through this. And it, and it really helps me out tremendously getting through this. Getting through when people make fun of me, I say, Lord, you're here. You're in my life. Help me get through this. And that really helps me out tremendously to know that he's here. He's with me. He, he'll never leave me. That's exactly right. So true. What kind of difference does it make in your life when people are loving and they are kind and they include you in all sorts of different community it type of experiences? It feels so good. Yeah. I just feel so happy. Just like the first day I got my apartment, I could not believe it took five years to get the place. I was only waiting this for five years. And I just could not believe I actually got the place. And then you have people over. Yeah, people over, <laughs> and it makes me feel so happy to have, 
I love the Shubman place all. Oh, I know. I love the Shubman place all. <laughs> yeah, today I got the tour and I got <laughs> peanut butter fudge that you made. Yes, you did. It was a win-win. <laughs> it was a win-win. You know, when you think about kindness and you think about love, I mean, obviously God is at the center of all those things. Um, what do you think the world's needing more of? Love yeah. and kindness. <laughs> it just spun us right back around, <laughs> didn't it? Um, when you look at kids who have disabilities around you, do you take extra time to speak to them? Yes, I do. And I'll take time to speak with any kids, for that matter, whether it's disabled or not. Right. Because I want them to know that, hey, I'm a, I'm a person. I'm definitely a human, a human being just as much as they are. And I love, I love kids. I love being around kids. I know. I love being around teenagers. I, I go to the Church of Christ. Of course, I'm a Baptist, but I go to the Church of Christ on Wednesday, Wednesday, and a, Wednesday night and Sunday nights. And I have, a, I have a group of guys that come over, come over to the house once a month. And we just hang out and talk and visit. And I, I really like to mentor mentor them. And you're a great mentor because you are the epitome of kindness. And you're one of the most generous people I have ever known. And you have given me, I have my house is filled <laughs> with things you've given me over the years. And I love the fact that even though you've walked a really hard road and you've experienced a lot of rejection, cruelty, ugly comments, that it, you're like Teflon, you know, it never stuck to you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. And you just walk through life with this just exuberant joy. And we need more of that in this world. And I, I, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud that you know what it is to be love because you are the definition of that when I think of it. You're ooey gooey, super <laughs> sweet love. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I always want to know what people's I am's are, Luke. So uh, I want to hear your I am's. I am determined. I love to be, I'm definitely determined because I'm determined to live. I am strong-willed. I love to be able to, I love to be able to be, be in the will, be strong and living well. And I'm very friendly. You I'm are very friendly. I'm an over-friendly guy. You are super friendly and kind. And I love that. I love the strong-willed. That's perfect. It fits you because you don't quit and you don't give up. Well, I want to tell you thank you for being my guest on the fly. Thank you so much, Tina, for having me. Of course. It's my honor. And, and guys, uh, when you're out there and you're walking around and you see people who are different than you, you are an amazing human if you will find kindness and compassion instead of awkward stares and judgment and uh, a lack of patience. I mean... Our world is so much better when we take the time to love people and love them well and esteem them. And I can say, Luke, uh, you've made a real difference in my life because every time that we've spent time together, it is a time where I feel really valued. I feel like what is going on in my life, you're always asking me how my kids are. I mean, the way that you navigate the world um, despite all of the wounds that you've experienced, and I know there have been some deep ones. There has. I know. is beautiful to me. It's beautiful to me. So I just want you to know that. Well, so thanks. Thank you. Thanks for being my friend and for showing me what love looks like. Thank you for being my friend. It's my joy. It's my privilege, man. All right. So, guys, we're going to leave you with 
this beautiful thought, we are so much better when we do life together. You know, you've got one spin on this planet. This is your spin. So make the most of it and uh, live like Luke does, always looking for the beautiful things in life and always willing to take the next adventure, get out there and make your life matter. Thanks for listening. You can find us on theflypodcast.com. You can email me at tinaonthefly at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes. It really means a lot if you take the time to rate us or uh, just write a review. That would be amazing. We're just trying to make a difference, raise our voice, and make people aware of amazing human stories just like Luke has. As always, thanks so much for listening.